Anishas. Today, I have two very special guests on my podcast today. They are known as JB and the Doc. They have a podcast called the Entrepreneurial Marketing Lab. And their superpower is to help marketing, basically to help you to master sales time and confidence. Now we know as entrepreneurs, those are three very important things that you need to master to have a successful business. And I'm going to not dive too much into the details because I want them to introduce themselves. Welcome to season nine of Unleash Your Focus podcast, the number one place to be to start, grow or scale your online business. This season, we have stepped it up. I am not just diving in behind the scenes to understand what makes these entrepreneurs successful, but throughout season nine, we will be giving away prizes every single week that you can win books, courses, coaching programs, vouchers, and so much more. You will not just get the knowledge from the experts on the actual episode, but we will send you a transcription on email every single week with a summary and a call to action that you can implement in your business. To qualify for prices, please make sure that you are on the email list so you don't miss out and share this with friends and family that you think needs this in their life. Go to unmutualfocus.com and register today. I can't wait to share these episodes with you. See you on the inside. Hi guys, how are you doing? Joy, fantastic. Thanks so much for having us. I'm JB, by the way, to all the listeners out there. I'm the doctor. It's awesome to be here. Thank you, guys, for being on my podcast. I think that between the two of you, uh, you know, I know we're going to probably crack some jokes. And also, I'm very sure that you guys have a lot of knowledge to share with the audience. So can you guys start by just giving you a fun fact to the audience about each of you and just introduce yourself? Oh, do we have to give fun facts about each other? Like, do I get to give a fun fact about him or me? I like that. You don't want me doing that. Let's do it, Doc. Come on, you can come up with something fun about me that uh, you know. I'll I'll start because because I like to talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Doc has a great background in food, and one of the first times we got together and I introduced the Doc to my family, he actually helped make a homemade meal for us. And it was absolutely fantastic. So if you ever happen to any of your listeners be traveling to South Florida, the doc is a fantastic guy to ask about restaurant recommendations because he just really knows his food and his palate. Great guy when it comes to finding a good restaurant. Nice. Are you introducing yourself also or do you want me to... Well, I, so I guess I can introduce myself. So yes, I, so, so JB, Josh Blum, JB and the JB and the doctor, uh, my background has really been partnering with financial planners and advisors, as well as service-based professionals. I worked for a fortune 50 company for external sales for over a decade. I partnered on or sold over half a billion with a B dollars in sales really was trained to be a trainer for the trainers. Uh, and a master presenter. So a lot of what I bring to the table with JB uh, and JB and the doctor is the technical how to sell, how to manage your day and your time, and and how to present masterfully. I like that. Doc, are you ready for JB to, um, you know, or are you ready to introduce? (laughs) I'm a little nervous about it now, Joy. I don't know. (laughs) I got fun facts that uh, I'll tell you online and then I have fun facts I'll let you know about later. Don't worry, Joy. <laughs> uh, but I am the doctor, Dr. Andre Caruso. I am a clinical psychologist uh, with a background in business for over 20 years in the hospitality arena. Um, I have a wider range of backgrounds in the psychology world, but my biggest experience and expertise is in behavior. 
So as JB said, he is the how technical side. I am the why, why it works, why we want to do it, mindset piece. Uh, so I bring the evidence-based science behind what we do to life, which makes us a very unique pair. You usually don't get both of those things when you work with coaches. And a fun, fun fact about JB, uh, actually he's very dedicated and uh, he is like a clock that you can set by. So he is up every morning and doing these crazy workouts and things that uh, no human should be doing at that time in the morning, um, <laughs> but never misses. And uh, so some of the things that he does, and if you catch a, you'll see some posts occasionally of him running, sometimes even in the rain, uh, wearing backpacks full of weights. Um, so all kinds of crazy. So he's very dedicated to that kind of world and discipline. very, very good discipline. That's, I'm sleeping that's, at that time. That's incredible. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> just a little crazy it's all right you could say it now you guys like i said it's a very interesting pair i i need to know the backstory how did the two of you actually meet up and decide to join businesses well that is that is an interesting story so you know we both run outside businesses and mm -hmm. we both really i think subscribe to relationship selling and, and really relationship business uh mm -hmm. and business building and so we live in a part of the country, South Florida, here in the United States, which is a really, I mean, it's a populated area, but uh, it can also be a very small pond. You know, there, there's very few really yeah. strong professionals in, in South Florida. I could, I, I think you could safely say for most people who have lived or moved down here from other parts of the country or the world, probably recognize that. So it, it becomes a small pond. And we got introduced to each other by, by some mutual friends and colleagues that we worked with and we just had a lot of respect for that thought we would hit it off. And I think the genesis of our story really came about the doc had a chance to see me present, which I, I do like to do. And as you can already probably tell, I, I like to, I like to gap. <laughs> He's, he's not smiling there, but that's a very amused look on his face for those of you that don't know him. That's the most accurate thing he said so far. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the doctor approached me and just asked, hey, you know, how would you like to really take this, this type of education that you're offering and bring it into corporations, so on and so forth? And that was probably about four to six months before COVID hit. And when COVID hit, it did a, it did an amazing thing, uh, at least for me. And I won't speak for the doc, uh, but I I took a schedule and a calendar that had a lot of drive time in it, and I converted it pretty much 100% virtual. And that opened up hours out of my day for productivity that really, in a sense, never existed. And that really was the origin of how we were able to start building out JB and the doctor and the entrepreneur mastery lab and everything we do with the podcast and with our Facebook community mm -hmm. and, and the business, because we, we had bandwidth we never had before. Like I think so many professionals that you talked to today, COVID was an opportunity and it was a great opportunity for us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think as entrepreneurs, you know, you really needed to tap into that not just sit and feel sorry for yourself that you're struggling, but actually use that as the opportunity, 100% agree. Now, mastering sales time and confidence, like those are three incredibly key things in business. What is your blueprint for any entrepreneur starting out to actually get into those three things on a daily basis? Doc, you want to kick off here? You want to talk a little bit about the, the mindset and the value system? 
Well, I would say the mindset is where we usually start with, with most of the things, right? Like having the, the ability to walk in and set yourself up correctly. Mm-hmm. We might have had Joy on our podcast at one time, and we got to talk a lot about uh, that idea of fear holding you back and um, conquering that fear and getting started is probably one of the biggest things you have to do for all three of those to master your time, to increase your sales and to look and feel great, have that confidence, right? And be able to present yourself properly. So I think that's where most of our genesis comes from is getting that proper mindset straight, um, getting over that fear, figuring out your why, figuring out your motivation and taking it from there. JB, take it from there. I will. Thank, thank you for the punt. Uh, you know, we, we have a pretty firm belief. Our, our value system is something that we've really spent a lot of, a lot of time and energy building out. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we just truly believe that our audience uh, in particular, service-based professionals and entrepreneurs, Joy, they, people are missing and lacking very often uh, a sense of f- fulfillment and satisfaction in the work that they do. And we believe in something we call the be rich mindset. And to us, that is the underlying blueprint to everything that we do. So we don't think you can truly achieve mastery with time, with sales, with confidence until you really accept the be rich mindset. Now the be rich mindset is not just about, it's not, it's not about at all really being wealthy, so much as it is an, an acronym for the, the aspects and characteristics we think everybody needs and wants to adopt, whether or not they realize it. Um, everybody wants to become a master at what they do. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to rise to mastery. They want to be part of a community where they can in- inspire other people. They want to be able to celebrate knowledge and their success, and they want to be able to help people along the way. And so when you can really when you can really live by that and make your decisions by that, you you put yourself in a position where you can achieve mastery in what we consider the three most important parts yeah. of any business, which is your time and energy, mm-hmm. your ability to sell, and your confidence in how you actually put yourself out there. Mm. And it's, it's fascinating that you say the confidence that you put yourself out there because I have noticed so much in entrepreneurial circles because you guys know my, you know, I serve the people that are just starting out and putting yourself out there for most people, I guess that if you've been in sales, like, you know, Josh, you've got your background in sales. I have my background in sales. Like I have no problem putting myself out there, but it's incredible to see how many people struggle with that. Do you think between all these things that you guys teach, do you think that's one of your biggest struggles for, to help people to overcome? I think, I think so. And I think at least partially because people don't always recognize how large of a need there is for that uh, and how, how much attention and focus should be put there. Right. It, that, that is not one of those, Oh, you know, sales, like everybody knows you need to have sales. And I think that's, that's a big elephant in the room for a lot of people, but it might not be the actual elephant in the room. I mean, it's a heartbeat of a business, but without confidence and without the ability to present yourself well, you, you can kiss sales goodbye, right? You, know, yeah. you need that to yeah. sell, which, which you and I have talked about previously, Joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, to me, that, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. 
I really do find this fascinating because if you don't have a sales background, people are so, and I guess since COVID, you know, so many businesses are popping up left, right and center. And sadly, a lot of these businesses don't make it because they, they struggle in exactly these three things that you guys are mentioning. Because I mean, there's also a lot of countries still in lockdown or limited schooling and time is a big thing for people. Now, how do you do your time on a daily basis? How structured are you with your time to fit in all that you do because you guys are very busy I mean you're running multiple businesses here so how on earth do you actually fit all of that in so one of the things we talk about a lot is one size does not fit all yeah and we're big proponents of building a plan and strategy specific to your abilities and needs and and your why right Mm. Um, so if you take JB and I we have very different schedules we have very different ways that we structure our days mentioned earlier like he's up early running doing kinds of things and has his day planned out a lot more to the minute probably than I do with some flexibility where my days are planned out like that when I have sessions but otherwise I'm a little bit more free flow I'm a little bit better of a night worker than he is so we have you know we kind of fit our schedules to how we best achieve stuff right and so the strategies are the same the tools work mm. uh, but how you fit it is very unique to the person and I think that's one of those things that people struggle with is because they think, oh, this is the way I'm supposed to do it. Yeah. You know, they write books about getting up at a certain time and you have to do it this way and you have to do it that way. Mm-hmm. And while some of those tools work, you have to be very, you know, have to be something that's going to you know, ring true to you, something that's going to speak to you and you're going to be able to keep up with. I think a lot of us, a lot of times we try to fit into things that are just not us and they, they don't stick, they don't work. Yeah. So true. I'll, I'll bring up an analogy, Joy, because uh, I, I really believe in structure, but I also believe in flexibility. And the city of San Francisco in the United States is a great example for this because the way they build high rises and they build buildings, they're very strong foundationally, but they're not rigid, right? They, they are not rigid. And it, it's because if there's an earthquake and you have a very rigid bu- building, it will crack and fall. Mm-hmm. A strong structure that has the flexibility to not be rigid when there's an earthquake will sway and move and otherwise be a very safe structure. When you're dealing with multiple businesses, when, you, when you're when you very busy, even if you're just dealing with one business and I mean, you're putting your heart and soul into it and you're juggling that along with the rest of life because there's still life. Mm-hmm. To me, it's about having a lot of structure but making sure you're not rigid. And I know that's a, that's a very, that's a very 50,000 foot view of, uh, of how to look at this, but it, it's really a pretty strong framework from what we help people with and, and our belief system. Yeah, add to that, that one size doesn't fit all what works for me at 5 a.m. or 4.45 or 5.30, whatever it happens to be, and what works for the doc at 12 p.m. or 1 a.m., you know, very different things. Yeah, and it's so, so true because people like I've done, I mean, at least 10 of the books behind me are self-development books and success habits and, you know, all of these things. And then they would recommend get up at 5 a.m. and do a, a exercise. Like obviously JB, that's you in a nutshell, like you are this, you know, very disciplined person, but I myself, I am a night owl. I work till 12 a.m. I can't get up at five, but I exercise at 5 p.m. That's my time, you know? So, and I think it's finding that routine that works for you as a person, as a parent, as a business owner. And uh, yeah, so I really do like that you guys do that. Now, when it comes to sales, can we dive a little bit into the sales side of what you teach people? Happily. Uh, it's, 
probably one of my favorite subjects that I geek out over a, a whole lot. Mm -hmm. uh, to me, most people do sales very wrong, Joy. They just yeah. really, they, they don't understand sales. Mm -hmm. They don't under, understand the, the point to sales. And, and they just, they, they have this idea in their head about what sales is, where it, it's very, very different. To, to me, it's simple. And, and sales gets overcomplicated all the time. Yeah. Um, there's typically one activity that you need to do in sales to be, mm -hmm. to be successful. Now, now what that one activity is can differ between businesses and business models, you know, and, and the type of sales process that you have and transaction length of time, so on and so forth. But businesses to me, to me, it's, it's not about selling. It's about getting buyers. And there, there's a big difference there, right? I, I, I had somebody ask me about coaching just last night and she asked me this question she said hey I, I'm, I'm looking at a coach you know so on and so forth and and maybe you should be selling yourself you're you're a coach maybe you should be selling yourself to me and i said no i'm, I'm not gonna, you you are either going to be attracted to the value proposition that i offer yeah. uh and in that case you are probably one half of the the, the marriage here, right? That there, there is the basis for a good partnership from your side. Now it's up to me and up to the doctor if there's a basis and a good fit for that marriage on our side as well. And when there is, sales becomes very easy, hmm. right? It's when you try to fit a square peg in a round hole that you get into this whole sales conversation of how do I convince somebody or how I do this or how do I do that? If you're at that point, to me, your energy is being misspent. Yeah. 100%. Now, do you guys teach a system on how to sell simple? We do. We, 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 we absolutely do. Yeah. And in this, in this sense, as with everything we do, yeah. it, it comes back to mindset first. Mm -hmm. It's are, are we coming in with the right understanding of what we're selling and why we're selling it and who we're serving. And if we can start there and we can start with that framework and that blueprint, then it makes everything else super simple. But, but a huge part of what we believe in joy is, is relationship driven selling. Mm -hmm. It's, it's building relationships with people. It's referral based selling. It is, it is not, it is not paying for a tremendous amount of advertising to, to bring in consumers. It's to leverage the relationships around you to bring in consumers. Yeah. It seems like building relationships has been a topic of the month because I've actually already interviewed two people um, this season, season nine, talking about building relationships. And it's just, it's so incredibly powerful, but a lot of people don't actually know how to build relationships, right? And they know it's important because that whole saying your network is your network, but like, how do you actually start building a relationship? Say your brand's banking you in entrepreneurship, right? And you've never done, you just don't know what you're doing. Okay. What would be your ideal starting point to actually build relationships? I think any kind of relationship you're going to build is some building a level of comfort. And that level of comfort really has to come within yourself first. Right. So knowing, you know, when we talk about making that first impression, it's not made when you opened your mouth. That impression's made way before. And that starts happening for yourself. Mm -hmm. 
before you even leave your house, how yeah. much you practice, what, how you prepare yourself. So when you're going out to make that relationship, it's kind of that same idea. If you're not practicing with yourself, getting that confidence built up, getting your mindset right, doesn't matter who you start talking to. Yeah. You're not going to, you're not going to connect in the way that you want to. Yeah. But one of the other things, if you're, so that's the technical answer for you. I'll give you my science answer. Yeah. But I'll also tell you, you know, if you're, a little afraid of doing it or you're a little shy doing it start with friends you know get your center of influence around you people that you're already comfortable with start practicing with them getting introductions to their friends like jv told you that's kind of how we met right like we we had mutual friends that kind of connected us and yeah. we're good at building relationships and getting out there we don't have that problem mm -hmm. but that's still effective right so if you're having that problem if you feel you want to build some of that confidence that we're talking about use your center of influence use your friends to meet other people and get practice and then it'll just naturally start to expand. Yeah. And the, the nice thing is joy. We, we all have, we all have passions around something and the beautiful thing about a world with billions of people in it are there's lots of people who share those passions. Mm. And so to the, to the doctor's point, finding some commonality with people is a really easy thing to do. Mm. And then the, the one thing I think people miss all the time, joy, uh, they miss it all the time. It's not about you in sales, right? If, if I'm the salesperson, it's not about me. It is about you, but it, you being the other person. Yeah. You want to build a relationship with somebody. The easiest thing to do is take an actual real interest in who they are, mm -hmm. ask them questions and allow them to answer and listen to them. Mm -hmm. Don't listen to respond and to try to talk about yourself just hear somebody. Mm. We don't, we don't let people be heard enough. Mm. And I that like big that. difference. I do like that a lot because I, I'm an introvert, believe it or not. And I was in sales for a very long time and it, and I was really good at it. I had some really big brands and nice. I was only good at it because I had a, like exactly that. I listened and I knew, and I built that relationships with people. And I think it's like you said in the beginning, it's like people, they don't want to it's selling there's different there's a difference between selling something nobody likes to be sold on that and it's awesome that you guys teach this because this is so important building those relationships and um yeah i salute you guys for doing that so that's really really cool now in entrepreneurship we have struggles and it's not always easy right so when you guys have a struggle or this mountain you have to climb in business What's your go-to method for getting out of that struggle? Bourbon. <laughs> bourbon bourbon can't couch. help. It's <laughs> not from alcohol, Doc. Can't help. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Jamie. That's how you had a. Well, well. So this this is where a lot of people could have a different response. Uh, I'm going to bring it back to a, a keyword I, I brought up earlier, which is action. Yeah. I, I'm just a, a really firm believer uh, in, and it's just ingrained into who I am, that action will solve most problems. Mm -hmm. Now, not any action probably needs to be the right action, but if you are struggling, it's, it's amazing what it can do. And I'll just give you an example, Joy. You had asked me before we, we started recording, you know, about burnout in, in managing to yeah. a family, multiple businesses, so on and so forth. 
and I, I, I gave you some of my responses to that, but the other day I was really struggling uh, and I felt overwhelmed. And I just had one of those mornings where there was a mountain in front of me and a hundred different directions I could go. And any of our listeners that's an entrepreneur can probably really empathize right now. You can picture this for yourself. You can picture yourself dealing with this. It's probably bringing back some memory, uncomfortable in your stomach. You're going, oh my gosh, I know exactly what he's saying. And I did something for myself that is really simple and really effective. And I'm a big believer that there are no bad tools. There's just tools that can be appropriate used at the right time. So for me, the two tools I use was a priority. What was the one action I needed to take that would make a difference. And for me, it's always phone calls. It's always getting in touch with my end user, my consumer and, and, and speaking with them. And I put together a checklist, a tax list, which I don't really love checklists a lot of times because I think people use them uh, inappropriately. But for me, it was just, a, these are the people I need to call. And these are the number of calls I need to make. And for me, it was a, let's take all this noise and let's, let's get rid of it. And this is in front of me. And yeah, you know, I was able to go ahead and get done what I needed to get done. And that was a moment where it's like, it, I went from feeling awful and miserable and, and really like not into it to, Hey, you pick up the phone, you have one good phone call, 30 minutes, an hour goes by, whatever it happens to be an opportunity is there. All of a sudden your mindset starts to shift. And just by taking one step and putting one foot in front of the other and putting your head down for a minute, you can overcome. So to me, action. Sorry, that was a long answer. No, it's a, a simple, simple and, answer. And I think the therapist in me is going to come out right now a little bit. Because uh, I think the biggest thing uh, that we yeah. we don't give ourselves for is empathy. Oh. Empathy for ourselves, right? We are Empathy for others is important. It's the thing I talk about the most is the most important thing that we need in this world for everyone. Um, but that includes empathy for yourself, right? So emotions are okay. We're allowed to have emotions. And I think we've trained ourselves that we're not supposed to. So if you're having a rough day, allow yourself to have it a little bit. Like Take some time with those feelings and, and know that they're okay because we're not supposed to be happy all the time. And you're allowed to have more than one emotion at the same time. You actually can be happy and sad at the exact same time. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but you can you can be happy that you have a business and you're moving along, but you can be sad about or frustrated that day that you didn't get a sale, mm. right? Both of those things can be true. And we're, if we just allow ourselves to sit with some of those emotions sometimes and not try to bury them and push them away, it makes it easier to deal with them on other days. So mm. just have some empathy for yourself and allow yourself to feel emotion. So Doc, what advice would you then have for the audience to actually just get to the point of sitting with that emotion? Because I think as entrepreneurs, we like, and this is the society that we live in, you know, it's like buckle up buttercup, get over it and move on. That's like, you know, you just have to get on with life and get to do things. I mean, I was raised like that and that's technically what I do. And sitting with that emotion is something that I am not very good at. And I know a lot of friends that I have in entrepreneurial space is exactly the same. So how do you actually just make that conscious decision and sit with it? And how do you sit best with it? Do you need to journal? Do you need to think about it? Do you need to, you're like, how do you actually do that? Because that is, that is hard. Better be careful, yeah. Joy. He 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 might charge it for this session. I was just warning. You. <laughs> I'll put my uh, my disclaimer out. This is not therapy. This is just a um, but the tools are the same in a lot of ways, yeah. right? So what you're saying, Joy, makes sense, right? It is 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of how we've been conditioned. Yeah. Um, but when we think about conditioning, we think about habits, we think about routines, all they are is behaviors. And everything that we do in life are two things, a thought and a behavior. And that behavior usually comes from a thought. Uh, so when we are, we're pushing away those emotions, that's just the behavior we've trained ourselves to do. And just like you trained yourself to do that, you can train yourself the other way. And it takes practice. So sticking with it, being consistent, and, and just knowing that it's important for you uh, is the way that you can start doing it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing that we get caught up in. Um, we get that, those things like you said, right? Like the, I need to be happy all the time. I need to just kind of push through it. That's kind of toxic, right? So not feeling those emotions ones when we, we allow them to take over. But if we take those emotions in small doses when they happen and allow ourselves just to feel them a little bit, they don't stack, they go away. And then we're able to push on and push forward. The challenge is when we ruminate on them, we stay on them too long and then we just put the focus on them. Mm-hmm. And those are the extremes, right? So it's either everything's great or we ruminate and hold on to it for too long. Uh, so what I, I always teach people is, is a quick trick. And if you're learning how to do this is a good way, set a timer. Set a timer for two to five minutes. Sit with that feeling. Really focus on that emotion for those. And as soon as that timer goes off, check in with yourself. Am I good? Do I need a few more minutes? And if you're good, then move on. Hmm. If you need a few more minutes, set the timer again. A couple more minutes. And once it goes off, then you move on. And if you need a later point in the day to go back to it, you can. Um, it's just ignoring it's the worst thing you could possibly do. Hmm. That's good advice. I really like that. Well, doctor, I guess that's why you're the expert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this season is about the experts. Now, I know it's it's kind of like a, I, I don't necessarily always like the term, but it is a popular term because people, there's so many different things up, you know, you're an expert because you do 10,000 things or, you know, 10,000 hours, or you're an expert because you've actually got three steps ahead or whatever that experts section of the word looks like to you guys. But when I talk about the experts on the show, it's really just like, how can you guys help other people to achieve the outcome that they want to do? So you guys, obviously you, you're very good in sales time and confidence. So what is, if, if somebody comes to you, they're brand spanking you, they don't know how to do business. What is the, the main blueprint that you would give them to just basically in, in a, in a one paragraph, how would you define that they start with that? I know it's a bit of a tricky question, but. If I'll say if first while JB's thinking, I'm going to give you a second to think about that. But I, but I think I just wanted to touch on what you said, which I'm a big believer of, is that the expert term gets thrown around yeah. quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and as someone who had to put in a lot of education, a lot of time, it is frustrating to hear that sometimes when people are like, oh, I'm a step ahead of you, so I'm an expert. Yeah. No, no. And we, we don't use the word expert a lot. Uh, we, we talk about mastery and yes. the idea of our, you know, our, our whole plan is mastery with science. Mm. And that's a big part of our Be Rich mindset is the first one is rise to mastery. And when we talk about mastery is it's always something that you're trying to achieve. You're always reaching for it. It's almost impossible to master anything fully, but you can always keep learning. Exactly. So it's an idea for us. Instead of saying an expert, we're rising to that mastery. We're trying to get that mastery by keep learning, keep achieving. There's always something new you can take in to get better. And that's a big, big way that we talk about it as opposed to saying experts in that kind of tone. I like that. 
I really do actually like that a lot. And like I, I like the, the mastery term more than X, but I should have actually now. I've, I've relaunched the season, so I can't use mastery anymore. But, um, you know, are you thinking that for next season? Josh, your answer, what do you think? Well, well, I think to Doc's point, it, it is about the journey and the, the continual development because there is always more to, to grow into. Uh, but a large part of what we do is we recognize that we have really three resources as entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. We have our, our time, mm -hmm. we have our assets, mm -hmm. which is for most of us, just money. And we have our energy. And, and a lot of times when you, when you look at the business, any business as an entrepreneur, solopreneur, doesn't matter. That's a service-based professional. You need to learn how to manage all three of those resources, no matter what allocation of those resources that you have. And that's most of what we try to help people with is to recognize where are my resources? Yeah. What are they? And how, how can I really be most efficient with them mm -hmm. for, for me? Mm -hmm. Because for you, for him, for her, for them, it's going to be different. So it's, it's establishing maybe some, some ground rules so we can triage into what's going to be most effective for you. And, you know, we, we do this with it, whether it's through individual coaching or group coaching or really course with group coaching, which is our preferred method of working with people. We think it creates the best opportunity for growth in these areas. Mm -hmm. um, that's really how we facilitate that. And that's really how we work through that with most of our clients. Mm -hmm. And group coaching is nice because, you know, you actually, because that's what I do as well, because you just, you create more time for yourself, but yet you're also creating a really good community for these people to, to mingle and become friends outside of your coaching programs, really. That's what I found happened with me. Now, this podcast is about I mean, people that, not just support, yeah. yeah, sorry, Doc, what you were going to say? Just a built-in support. It, like it's. We talked earlier about getting that community, that support system and building those relationships. That's another like, great way to do it while you're, you're learning. You're with like-minded people that are going through the same struggles you are. Yeah. And it's actually amazing how people group together. Obviously, I mean, that's like you would know this more than me, but that's like the human condition. You find your little clan and you, you hang out with them and it's what you do. But it's amazing. Like I've seen it now with my group coaching as well, because we've got a little Facebook group, which is literally just a mingle group. You know, I don't do any coaching on it. We do coaching on Zoom. But it's, it's amazing how people support each other with this they support each other in the group and somebody ask a question and in the beginning i was the one having to go and answer and do things and now i don't even do people help each other and it's amazing when you create that community how it's just do you guys find that to be the same with your group coaching like people support each other and you don't really you kind of you can gently remove yourself from certain things or questions do you allow that because I know some group coachings are very strict with, you know, members not being the coaches because it can get a little bit. I mean, there's a fine line there, right? I think that's the key. There's that fine line, right? It, it, like you're saying in the Facebook community, which we have as well, yeah. um, we encourage that kind of interaction because we don't want to have to, we want to hear other points of views. Yes. Uh, we want to, you know, we can, like we said, we're learning still too. So there might be something in there that's new to us that we can take from that. Um, so we definitely encourage that inside of the group coaching we like some of it but we also want to make sure that the message is staying on path and that 
you know, because I'm a big believer in science and we are together, um, I want to make sure that it's accurate. If we're giving evidence-based, you know, theory here, we want to make sure that you're sticking to that. And sometimes when people are just giving their view, we can't verify that. So there is that fine line to it that we try to make sure we balance. And I like that. So this podcast is, well, we've got a mixed bunch of listeners, right? But a lot of people that do tune into this podcast are people that have either, they have a business, but they're stuck, or they just haven't really like got to that stepping stone to say, yes, now I'm going to actually do it. This is the year I'm starting my business. What advice would you have for somebody that is either in the beginning stages of starting or that are stuck in their business? I'll speak up first, Doc. This is this is a very interesting question, Joy. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back and focus on ego. Mm-hmm. I, I think for a lot, a lot right. of people choosing to go into business or running a business, they are they're probably very good at something. Very, very good at something, arguably. Uh and a lot of times we carry that over into things we're maybe not so good at. And we don't have the self-awareness to, to recognize that we're not so good at that. And we try to do too much. We try to do too much that we're not good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, there's the unfortunate thing with business is we don't have a lot of room mm-hmm. to, to sink investments into things, including ourselves, without getting results somewhat quickly for a lot of us, right? You don't have a runway for a lot of people who are going into business. Uh, so I think if you're able to just drop your ego and just just know yeah. that there are resources there and they don't have to be expensive resources. There are so many resources out there to really just get you up to speed so quickly if you're willing to, to find them and accept that you shouldn't be doing everything yourself. Mm. That to me is a lesson that I've had to relearn a number of times over the years. And I've seen tons of people, you know, get wrong. Yeah. In, in my mind, you know, that is there a right and wrong way to do things? Is it always black and white? No, it's always a spectrum. But I think a lot of people are on the wrong side of that spectrum. It's about the what, it's about the who, not the what, you know, it's like who can help you. Same. And I'd say my three words for that would be patience, mm-hmm. consistency, mm-hmm. and some more than one word, the inability to pivot. I was going to say fluidity, but I don't know. Adaptability, right? Adaptability. Yeah. See, that's where you have a good partner. It fills in the work for you. But yeah. I think those three things that you have to, you have to have some patience because it's going to take longer than you expect. It always does. Everything always does. Yeah. You have to consistently just show up to keep trying. You keep plugging it away at something. And then being able to pivot or adapt when something changes mm-hmm. is a good thing. Like we talked about with COVID, right? Like you have to make some pivots and adjust. And if you can do those things and just, you know, have that empathy for yourself, that's a good place to start. Mm. I like the patience because three years ago when I started my business, I 
one of the coaching programs was like you join it now and within six months you're guaranteed to make x amount of money but it's it's different for everybody and i really can't stand it when people do sales tactics like that so yes i love the fact that you say patience so you guys can hear listening to this episode or even watching it on youtube but it is important to understand that entrepreneurial journey is it takes patience a lot of it as well yeah and adaptability is is a massive one i think for a lot of people that they struggle with that's good advice Thank you, guys. Before we finish this episode, how can people reach you guys? What do you have on offer? What can you offer them? If they're going to say, wow, the Doc and Joby is just amazing. We need to be part of their, their groups. How can they reach you? Well, JB and the Doctor, you know, you can check us out on pretty much any social media handle, JB and the Doctor. We have our own website. I, I mean, our primary way of outreach and working alongside people is probably within our podcast, the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab, mm -hmm. as well as our private Facebook community. It's a, it's a free community. Uh, you do have to request access. It's also called the Entrepreneur Mastery Lab. And that's just a, you know, that's part of our vision uh, and our impact in the world. We really wanted to create a space where all business owners, mm -hmm. regardless of expertise or, or level in their business could come together mm -hmm. to gain the insight, the wisdom, and the resources that they need to be successful and to be able to give back as well and offer some of their expertise back to everybody else. Uh, so I, I think in regards to finding us, that's that's where to find us. Uh, we do launch a monthly free seven-day challenge around mm -hmm. mastering your time. And, and we call it the two extra time challenge cool. where we talk a whole lot about how to, how to really get more deliberate with your time, how to have the right mindset going into it. So if you're a service-based professional or entrepreneur and you feel like you're overwhelmed or you're paralyzed or you don't have enough time in the day to get done everything you need to get done or you're getting insulted by distractions and you just, you cannot keep focused on what you're trying to do. It's a really cool challenge to take a part of it about 10, 15 minutes a day where we really walk you through some of the steps that we teach uh, the clients that we work with to, to overcome and really start to gain some real control and mastery over your time. I really love that because as entrepreneurs, that is our currency, Tom. Yeah, it's a big one. Awesome. And we'll definitely drop all the links below, guys, so you guys can go and follow them on social media and we'll make sure the website is there and everything. Before we finish this episode, guys, is there anything that I might have missed that you would just want to give the audience advice on? I mean, I think you asked amazing questions and uh, we gave a lot from that. So that is um, a lot of value, I think, in, you know, listening to Joy speak on our podcast as well, too. There's a lot of synergy of a lot of the things that we do. We're across the, the globe, halfway around the world, and uh, but the messages are the same. So that's a big part of why we say that and why I'm saying this is because the resources are out there, the abilities out there. If you put in some of the effort to find it and just have some patience and energy with yourself um, and that empathy again, you can do it. Mm. Have some faith that you can do it and you're not alone in the journey. Yeah, that's good advice. I like that. JB? I'm not going to offer any additional advice generically uh joy you did ask wonderful questions i'm going to take the opportunity to thank you for having us on your show for giving us the opportunity to 
share something with your audience that hopefully there's a takeaway. And I trust there's a couple of takeaways that somebody can sit back and say, okay, that's a different way of looking at this mm-hmm. that maybe I can adopt and experiment with, because that's really what we believe is the journey to mastery is about experimentation. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not 10,000 times, it's 10,000 iterations. If you're going to use 10,000, right? It's 10,000 different experiments. So thank you for the the chance to share some of what's worked for us and the people that we help. And we appreciate you and your time very, very much. Thank you guys. I appreciate your time too. And I strongly recommend you guys go and check out their Facebook group and listen to the podcast is a great way as well. Um, I was on the podcast and it's like, it's just having great conversations with knowledge, you know, from other entrepreneurs and other perspectives. So definitely go and do that. Thank you so much. You too. I really appreciated your time. This was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day, Joy. Thanks. You too.